a lot of the generals that we have to take are generally useless. Yeah, I think they're really dumb. I don't, I don't really get the point of them. I don't think I ever needed to take Art 100, you know. And I think they're expensive, too. I'm, like, spending a ton of money on something that's not going towards my degree. It literally cost me uh, half of my tuition fund that I had uh, just because I had to take pop music and urban studies. It was a waste of money and also technically a waste of time as well. I think they can be useful if you put your time into it and pick the right classes that could be helpful towards your major. And if you don't pick the right classes? Well, they're kind of stupid. <laughs> Thank you. This is Finding Your Place, the podcast series made for college students by college students. Our topic in this episode is general education. Yes, you have to take them. And no, not every general education course is perfect. But the idea is that general education courses provide a broad-based education. There's many things like critical thinking, civic responsibility, and appreciation of the arts, ability to write professionally. Yeah, Anna, you and I and some of the other producers were talking about this, how these courses can change us, why they can matter. Here, let's listen in. All right. Is it recording now? It is recording. Yes. Okay. Santi, you're too quiet over there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, one class that I took, um, it was weather and climate. And I was not excited to take it because, yeah. honestly, I don't care about the weather unless it's nice outside. Did you take it for, like, goal area? <laughs> like the science? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing. <laughs> And um, I ended up really liking it. Like now, whenever I'm driving in the car and I'm like, ooh, these clouds, Nimbus <laughs> drag. Yeah, yeah. No. And I talked yeah. about it and all my yeah. friends were like, Santi, leave the clouds alone. Yeah. We don't care about the clouds. And like, you will. Someday you, you will care about the clouds. That's exactly how I feel about my geology yeah. class. Like every time I see a rock or a mountain, a I'm like, oh, well, this is from the whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, does anybody have an experience with a gen ed you didn't like or weren't looking forward to? I think gen eds are like, nobody likes them. Everybody's got to do them <laughs> if you want your four-year. With some of them. Some mm. of them are really cool. I, I took a public speaking uh, course. And the reason I took it is because I do a lot of public speaking, as mm. it is. And I wanted to go to develop myself professionally. Um, but after that class and... And the feedback I got, thought, you know, um, I really kind of have a, a knack for this whole uh, standing on a soapbox and sharing mm -hmm. my opinion on everything. Uh, so public speaking, <laughs> so, so public speaking seemed like a natural fit for me. I'm very opinionated. I can string a sentence together, and um, and I I like to tell people what I think about them and their whole operation. <laughs> If I could give advice to someone, would be to really look into the genet options that you have. Sometimes I feel like people don't realize that there's so many options within one goal area. Yep. And right. they get like, you know, they're just like, oh, I can only take this class. But sometimes like a class like, I don't know, fishing. I don't know. We had um, <laughs> like skiing class, you yeah. know, that made some met some of the goal general area requirements. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I would have known, that sounds like so much fun, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, look for stuff that if you know it's going to be a gen ed and you're not so excited about it, then look for something that is going to make you more engaged and look forward to it. If you go into it with the attitude of like, well, I'm never going to use this. This is all BS, nonsense, whatever. Then that's what you're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be nonsense and you're going to fail or you're going to waste your money mm -hmm. or, or whatever. I think it plays a huge key going into gen ed with a learning mindset. 
Um, because if you go with a learning mindset and you're like, okay, how is this going to make me better as a human being? Because like you're saying, yes, okay, for example, I'm a music teacher trying to become a music teacher and I will work a majority of my time on that, but that's not the only thing that I am, you know? I'm also a daughter. I'm also a citizen, an American, you know? There are so many facets to myself that so many of these classes apply to that. Right. You know? We're growing now. We're growing now. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't feel like anybody really regrets learning something. Nah. You know, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but it goes back to that. Like, yes, it was a struggle learning something new. Yeah. But do you really feel bad? Oh, exactly. I wish I didn't know this. Not really. Not really. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's always applicable. Should, do I need to stop anything or no? <laughs> All right. So maybe you need a little more convincing that gen ed courses can be good for you. Yeah, sometimes it helps to hear a story about a Gen Ed class that turned out to be way more than we thought at first. Producer Monty Brown has one of those stories, and it goes something like this. So right now I just pulled up to my house. My brother's home! Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. Look at your haircut. Okay, okay. Monty Brown's family sounds a lot like the definition of support. It's me, Ma. Hi, Monty! <laughs> <laughs> My mom's a very, like, noble woman. She knew how important education was. She knew what education does to our brain. It unlocks it. Um, It allows us to critically think. And that's something I will never forget that she was still in me. Guess what I'm making? What? Some collard greens, baked macaroni and cheese, some real, some chicken, and some brats, and cornbread, (laughs) and sweet potatoes, baby. I remember my first day at college vividly. I walked in, sat in the front because my mom said, you ever go to college, you better sit in the front. I remember thinking, like, I hope we don't have a lot of homework today or I hope we don't have to talk a lot to each other or what may have you. A lot of thoughts was going through my head because I was just so nervous. And plus, it was a lot of self-doubt in there as well. Teacher walks in, pretty cool guy. And I just thought to myself, like, man, this is a wonderful place to be. Partly because of his family and partly because of his outlook on education, Monty's first year of college went about as well as that first day. In year two, though, he began to deal with a more abstract issue. I was struggling with who I really was. Um, It was tough because, you know, I wasn't, quote unquote, uh, the, the hoodest dude in the world. I wasn't the smartest dude in the world. Um, I'm not the most athletic dude in the world. So I was really trying to find my niche. I had stereotypes about my own people. Um, I had stereotypes about myself. Um, Even when I go in a store, I had to question, like, am I going to steal something? Like, what what am I talking about? Only I know if I'm going to steal something. It's either yes or no, but I put myself in a box that... I believe this this country puts me in, and I was letting that box consume me. I remember opening up the e-services and going to uh, the, the website and registering for it. And I remember as soon as I hit the register button, um, there's this sense of, of um, I don't want to read. <laughs> when you say literature, all I think about is books. I don't want to read. <laughs> this thing is huge. It has about, 
2,757 pages. <laughs> so it's a lengthy book and it has so, so many things in here. Monty is showing me the textbook for the African-American literature course he took his second year of college. The course he credits with changing everything. Um, I just opened up to one of my favorite parts, uh, Langston Huge, and I see I got all of these highlights, so I must have been really uh, going at it with this one. I don't want to offend nobody, but I wrote on it the holy book because this is kind of like my holy book. And to my defense, there is gospel in here. So, Who were some of the writers that really had an impact on you? Uh, I really like Ralph Ellison. That Invisible Man was that, that was a, a really vivid story that... Um, you know, at one point I was invisible to to the general population. I feel like um, this country tries to make us seem like we're invisible. And that was kind of like the whole spill of the, of the story. It took me a long time and much painful boomeranging of my expectations to achieve a realization everyone else appears to have been born with. That I am nobody but myself. But first, I had to discover that I am an invisible man. Um, even though I don't agree with everything he says, Booker T. Washington is pretty good. Um, Sojourner Truth, she's awesome. Musicians, Duke Ellington, I thought he was cool. Had you heard of these people before the class? No, I never heard of these people before the class. That's why I was in awe, because I didn't know all these people exist. For me, before taking this class, I was lost. Um, I was searching. Um, I was, oof. I lacked confidence. I lacked guidance. Um, I lacked self-efficacy. Um, I really lacked a lot of things. But after the class, I became more confident. Um, I became more self-aware. Before that class, I didn't really have an opinion on things because I'm like, it doesn't matter. My voice doesn't matter. But after the class, I found out my voice does matter. I have power. I feel like I have power to change as well, change lives as well. So, um, yeah. See you, Muncie. I love you. My desire. Love you, too. Drive carefully now. I will. Take your time, Muncie. I will. <laughs> The classes we have to take are not all perfect, but they're usually there for a reason. So give them a chance. And give the next episode a chance too. We're taking the microphones home and we're going to explore the way college can put us right in the middle of two worlds. The world of our credits and our studies. And the world of our friends and families back home. Mm-hmm.